0: Hello and welcome to Fully Feminine. I'm your podcast host, Abigail Jackson, and I'm so glad you're joining me today. Um, we're going to be studying Psalms 139 and looking at that today, and I'm so excited to read it to you and talk a little bit about it with you. I know I have not made a podcast in quite a while. Um, I've been super busy um, with school and preparing for a vocal competition, And, um, my family is also going to be, um, performing again with our band, the Jackson Band, um, and performing again. And so I've been super, super busy with tons of stuff and just trying to finish my senior year and, um. It can get really stressing. But today we're going to be looking at Psalms 139. And I know that my past two podcasts have been about 45 minutes long. And I only want to make these podcasts about at least 15 minutes long. So um, grab your Bibles and we're going to be in Psalms 139 today. Um, This is a Psalm of David. And we're going to start in verse 1. And it says, O Lord, Thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my, my downsitting and my uprising. Thou understandeth my thought afar off. Thou compassed my path and my lying down, and art acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, Thou knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me behind and before and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high, I cannot attain unto it. Verse 7. Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning, and dwell in the uttermost parts of the seas, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, Surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well my substance was not hidden from thee when i was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth thine eyes did see my substance yet being unperfect and in thy book all my members were written which in continuance were fashioned when as yet there was none of them there was none of them sorry verse 17 How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. Surely thou wilt slay the wicked. O God, depart from me, therefore ye bloody men. For they speak against thee wickedly, and thine enemies take thy name in vain. Do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee, and am not I grieved with those that rise up against thee? Be. I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them mine enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. There's a lot um that I want to talk about, but I'm gonna try to keep it short, about 15 minutes, these podcasts. Um Wow, this is such a good Psalms, um each Psalms is very good, i'm um, not gonna lie. Um, and each each chapter of the Bible has something that really can touch our hearts and really makes us understand more about who the Lord is and how He wants us to live. Um, there's a couple specific verses that I want to look at. O Lord, um, the first one is, O Lord, Thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my dancing in my uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou to my path and my lying down and art acquainted with all my ways. Um I think sometimes we forget that um the Lord is walking beside us during our days. He never leaves us, he never forsakes us, he's always with us, he's always continually watching over us and um beside us during our days, which um you know is something we need to constantly remind ourselves even me um because i think having that um and i pray for this sometimes to have a Christ centered mind a Christ focused um mind and i pray that i would have that because um i think if we if i have a more Christ focused mind And I'm thinking how Christ would think or how the Lord would think. Um, It might help me with my actions and the choices that I make. And I, you know, sometimes I think we think that um, we kind of have our Bible time in the morning and pray. And then we kind of, you know, lose that Christ-focusedness or that Christ-mindset. And... We like, oh, you know, we forget that Jesus is still walking with us, that he's still by our side, that he's not gone after we get up and go about our normal day. And I think having that type of mind will really help us um, with the choices and actions that we make. Um, Because, I mean, if you have that Christ-centered mind, um, knowing that Christ is with you throughout the day, I'm sure you'll be more aware of the choices that you make and, um, you know, having that will make you think, oh, I should not be lying, oh, I should not act angry or, um, I should not look at this picture on Instagram and that Christ-centered focusedness, um, Knowing that Christ is there with you, seeing what you're doing, knowing your thoughts will help you make good choices and knowing I better, I mean, he's watching me and I'm being a testimony for him and he knows what I think. And I think, you know, having that kind of mindset that God is with us will really help our actions in anything Um, with choices we make or if we're afraid, you know, knowing that he's by our side. And just to know that, you know, that that he searches us and knows us. You have searched me and known me like we can't hide anything from God. Um, Everything that we think of, everything that we see when we're scrolling through Instagram, everything the Lord also sees he also knows thou hast searched me and known me um thou understandeth my thought afar of off thou art unacquainted with all my ways, the Lord knows everything about us um so there's also a second part of um thou hast searched me and known me that I want to go into something with like um having to do with you know wanting to be known by someone um having friends, when your friends know who you are like about that, um, like intimacy relationship with people that we all ache for, which can only be found in Christ. But I just wanted to go back and summarize about what I just said. Um, knowing that Jesus is always with us, knowing that he is always there and he sees what he knows, what we're thinking. He knows, um, what we're looking at or how we're acting like having, that um christ mindset that christ focusedness knowing that he's walking beside us um that is what we need to have in our brain and we need to pray for that Uh, sometimes i pray for that and say lord give me a christ um focused mind give me a mind that when I get up from reading my Bible, I'm not going to just go about and live my normal life. I'll still know that you're walking beside me during the day and knowing that you're watching over me and you know my every thought and know my every deed. And that's something we should all pray for as Christians to have that Christ-like mind, um, to know that Christ is with us walking throughout our day and that Christ-like mind of how would God look at this and also that type of mind that knows, oh, the Lord, he's with me and he knows what I think and, you know, I need to obey him and live a righteous life and my thoughts need to be pure and holy and um, that can be a struggle, guys. I, I will say that to always be thinking how the Lord would want us to think, to always be having that crisis with me throughout my day because, you know, we'll forget and, you know, we'll forget, oh, the Lord, he sees what I'm doing or he, um, like, he knows what I'm thinking and um, I just want to be honest. um, You know, I haven't been having some great thoughts so lately um, that have been, I would say, good and upright and pure and i've asked the lord for my forgiveness but you know we all struggle guys with not having good thoughts and you know it's good to know that the lord um that he he'll forgive us and that he searches us and knows our heart which also i'm going to combine this verse about what i'm talking about the lord um david says in psalms this uh Psalms 139, verse 23, Search me, O God, and know my heart, try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. That verse is a really good verse. See if there be any wicked way in me, or any wicked thought. And um, of course he knows that. Um, of course he knows what we think and See if there be any wicked way in me. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Um, That's such a comfort to know that the Lord gives us his Holy Spirit and um, a conscience um, that um, we'll know when we're doing wrong and will convict us. Um, and reading his word will convict us, and that's how he shows us if there is any wicked way in us by reading his word um, when our conscience convicts us, when his word convicts us, and so you know the lord he searches us, he knows our thoughts, and um we should be desiring. And wanting to have thoughts and actions and that are what the tight, good and upright and pure and holy. And um, the second part. So that's one part of that that I thought about these verses. Um, You know, the Lord is acquainted with all my ways. He knows my thoughts you know and we just need to have that christ um, mo- christ focused christ like mind um that remembers that Jesus is always by our side he knows our every thought he knows our every deed um he knows the secrets of our heart that maybe nobody can see but he sees and um that he's acquainted with all our ways, and that's, you know, such a good saying and a comfort. And the next part of it is what I want to go on talking about, um, in the first verse, that hast searched me and known me. Um, I think, um, everybody wants to be known, um, we want our friends to know us, you know, um, We want our friends to know us really well. We just want someone to understand us, someone who knows all our deepest desires, our every emotion, our every thought. And um, I know sometimes, especially for us girls, we we really dream about and really hope and long for the day when we meet the one or we have um, a boyfriend or a husband and we long for that day when, Um, You know, we think that he'll understand our every emotion and our every thought and will know us like, like a hundred percent know that we want this and we want that, or we just want him to listen or, you know, and we long for that. We long for someone to know us, um, our heart and to know us intimately and, um, you know, Sometimes, I guess, we forget that on any human guy, no human guy, no human girl, um, for you guys, if there are any guys listening, could ever know us the way the Lord knows us. Um, As verse 4 says, I think, For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it. Um, If I... uh, Let's see. I think, um, like you know, the Lord, uh, verse seventeen. Um, so one would be verse four. You know, Thou compassed my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, o Lord, Thou knowest it. Um, go back to verse two. Thou knowest my dancing and my uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Um. Even in verse 17, how precious also are they thoughts unto me, O Lord. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I wake, I am still with thee. Like, we as girls and um, women, young women, um, we deeply long for someone to know our every thought, our every emotion, our every... our 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 being we want someone to know um and know how we feel and know what we need and truly truly know who we are as a person um and we as women think that when we get married um then I know sometimes we can think that when we get married then that's when someone will like truly know who we are like we just wait for that moment and sometimes get blinded by the fact that of thinking or the thinking that, oh, when I get married, then that's like when someone will really know who I am. They'll, 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 you know, really know me and they'll know what I want and they'll know what I need and they'll know my thoughts and then, and they'll just understand all everything about me, you know, but that isn't true. Um, that is so not true. Um, That is so not true (laughs) because, uh, you know, you may be like crying and your husband may be one day asking you, what is a matter? Why are you crying? Um, and you'll be like, just leave me alone. You don't understand. And and he'll be like, what? And, and it, it'll, you know, how do I say this? It'll just, you know, you've heard the stories, um, about people and how the guy can't understand and, you don't understand me, and you know, you've heard your mom probably say that, you don't understand me to your dad, or you know, and, or maybe you've heard a girlfriend say that to her boyfriend, you just don't understand me, well, sometimes I think we can forget that, um, you know, a guy isn't all seeing, all knowing, all powerful, all, you know, um, knowing like the Lord is, you know. To us. And um, we kind of get caught up in that thought, that crazy thought that when we get married or when we have a boyfriend, then someone will really know who I am, someone who will really know me um, and know my deepest heart's desires and know how I feel and, um, you know, know me. And we always. I mean, I forget sometimes that only the Lord can ultimately, truly know who I am. Ultimately, truly know, um, me. And, I mean, He knows us. The Lord knows us more than we even know ourselves. And that's just amazing. Um, He understands everything about us, um, And, you know, sometimes we are like, I don't know who I am, or we struggle with our identity. And the Lord, he already knows that we belong to him and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, that's just a comfort to know that the Lord searches our hearts and he knows us and the longings of our heart and the desires of our heart and how we feel and the deep things of our heart. And um, that's just so comforting um, to me and I hope to you. And, um, you know, we all as girls and women long for someone, our friends, or maybe one day a husband to, um, you know, know our deepest thoughts and desires, intimately know us, And I think we forget that there is someone who already knows us more deeper, um, more intimately than any other human being can or even ourselves or even ourselves can. Um, And so that's very comforting now because I know I need that and the Lord searches our hearts and knows our hearts and knows our deepest desires and um, it can never ever be you know a guy even when we get married and have a husband um, or you get married and have a husband he won't be able to know you as deeply as the Lord knows you so just always remember that um, and then jump down to verse 13 I know it's getting a little long but for thou hast possessed my reins thou hast covered me in my mother's womb i will praise thee for i am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well my substance was not hid from thee when i was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth thy eyes did see my substance yet being imperfect and in thy book all my members were written which in continuance were fashioned when as yet there was none of them how precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. I think if you're ever feeling worthless, this should be um, a verse that you go back. This little section, verse 13 through 18. If you ever feel worthless, unbeautiful, um like feeling ugly, um, feeling like you are just a weirdo or ugly or worthless or you'll never measure up, go um, to these verses right here, verse 13 through 18, and read that. And I promise you, it will comfort you because, I mean... This is talking about how God sees us. God sees us fearfully and wonderfully made. And I want to do a podcast on beauty um, here soon. But um, I know there's so much we could talk about this verse. Fearfully and wonderfully made. um, About being fearfully and wonderfully made. But um, I just want to kind of glance over this real quick. If you are ever feeling worthless, read this little passages, these few little passages, verses, um, I know sometimes a lot of us girls, we are so critical on ourselves. We look in that mirror and, oh, we see our every flaw, everything that we see, um, that we think is a flaw we hate. And going to this verse, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, um, and the Lord sees me as a fearfully and wonderfully made creature, a wonderfully create wonderfully, fearfully and wonderfully created being that he created all flaws and everything. Um and knowing that God sees it as precious and wonderful and fearfully made. Um that's good to remember. That 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 is literally all that matters, and um, we shouldn't, you know, (laughs) um, pick ourselves apart, um, and, you know, pick ourselves apart, and look in the mirror and say, I hate that, Um, and I know we're all guilty of this, I'm guilty, Um, but those flaws or whatever you see in the mirror that you do not like the Lord looks at that and he says, that's what makes you fearfully and wonderful or fearfully and wonderfully made. That's what makes you, you. Um, and I heard sometimes somewhere that, you know, it's like we are like, um, I heard somewhere that like, it was something like, I I don't exactly remember, but it was like, you know, how must God think when, how must, or how, how must God react or feel when we look in the mirror and say, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm all ugly. I hate that. I wish I could fix that. How like must God feel? Because he created you. He gave you the those freckles. He gave you that, um, slim nose. He gave you that birthmark. He gave you that straight hair or curly hair. He gave you that, you know, um, little dimple on your chin or, you know, or chin or cheek, or he gave you like that, skinny body, or he gave you that curvy body, you know, and he created you that way. And how must he feel when we look in the mirror and say, I hate that? How must he feel? Like, let that sink in, girls. Let that sink in. How must the Lord feel when we look in the mirror and say, I hate that. I wish I didn't have that. I wish I could fix that. I don't like that. I hate it. I hate myself. I hate what I look like. How must God feel? That must make him pretty sad. Because in this Bible verse, he says, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. His thoughts, how precious are his thoughts of us. How great are the sum of them. He sees you as a precious person, as a beautiful, fearfully, wonderfully creative person. And I want to talk about this so much, um, but I know we need to end it here soon. But I mean, like I know in this day and age, we look at this impossible standard of beauty, you know, clear skin, perfect skin, just the right amount of curves. That color hair that color eyes you know that kind of you know plump booty or something you know and we all look at that and we say oh that's how I need to be that's beautiful that's perfect you know I'm guilty of this you guys I'm guilty of this and we look in the mirror and we say well I don't look like that let me just tell you I don't know if you know this you probably do those people the models um, or should I say the half-naked models um, a lot of work, and I mean not work on their part, but work on the computer's part goes into making them look like that. Edit, after edit, after edit, after edit, after edit, after, you know, spray, the the spray that you can put on their faces and, you know, how you can, like, sh- like make your body curvy. Like, you guys, what? They do a lot of editing, and that nobody can live up to that perfection, that standard of that standard that this world has today. Nobody can, it's just impossible. And as Christians, I mean, why would even we want to be consumed in ourselves that much where we're like, you know, so consumed about looking like models when we go out? You know, um, I go out and I'm like, man. I put on a little makeup, it took me about 30 minutes and look at these girls and their makeup looks better than mine, you know, or like, look at what I'm wearing and look at these like, you know, they, they just throw on some wet pants and they look like their model, you know, that has nothing to totally do. But with what I'm talking about, I'm just saying, we look at this impossible standard of this world's standard of beauty and we look at it and we say, Or, you know, for guys, if you're listening, this standard of cool, hip, you know, muscular ad man, you know, when we look at this and we try to reach this kind of standard of beauty, standard of handsomeness, attractiveness, um, and no one can reach it because we all got flaws, you know, we all have flaws, we all have things that we don't like about ourselves, um, in simple nature, but if we all looked like that, you know, I mean, how dull would it be? A guy one day is going to pick you for you being you, for you looking like you. Um, The Lord made you fearfully and wonderfully the way you are. The Lord made you how he wanted you to look like, so accept it. Um, Accept it. Be proud. Be happy. Be joyful. Be... Be um. Be happy that the Lord made you look like you are, and I know it's so so hard, guys. I struggle with this too. I know. It gets it's so hard because you want to look like that. If I could only look like her, if I only could look like that, you know. And we think then I'd be pretty. Then I would be fearfully and wonderfully made, guys. The Lord made you the way He wanted you to be made, and I know we you know I'm sometimes we can be like. then why did he create her more prettier well there's no more prettier you know maybe only in guys eyes there's more prettier okay but to everybody everybody's you know got different things about them that the lord you know maybe the lord gave her that tan skin and you're pale as a ghost but not pale as a ghost but more whiter well you know maybe they're you know like like that's what makes us different. That's what makes us unique. That was what make makes us fearfully and wonderfully made. God didn't want to create the same looking Barbie doll, Barbie looking girl, this over and over again. You know, like that would be so lame. Every guy would be like, "Well, yeah, your girl, she looks the same as mine." You know, like that. You know, and so it's good to have uniqueness. It's good to have different. Uh, shapes and sizes different nose looks and uh, smiles and different faces and different body types and shapes and hair colors and hairstyles because that's what's fearfully and wonderful that's what's fearful and fearfully and wonderfully you know created and you know we just it I I look and I know sometimes and I say man it, It's so easy for Christians. It's so easy. The Lord makes it so easy for us. And sometimes we so forget, always constantly forget these important truths. And we just, you know, forget about this stuff. And it's hard. And I know. But the Bible says fearfully and wonderfully made. And he made us all unique. He didn't want us all to look like Barbie dolls. Every Barbie doll looks different, okay? Or all every, sorry, not every Barbie, every Barbie doll looks the same practically, okay? The Lord wouldn't want us to be every, the, look like a Barbie doll, everyone to look like a Barbie doll, okay? You know, I know people put that in your brain as a little kid, I'm supposed to look like this. When you play with Barbie dolls as a little girl, you know, oh, I'm supposed to look like that. Well, you know, you're not supposed to look like that because the Lord didn't want you to look like that. And it hurts him when you say, I hate that. It hurts him when you say, when you say, I wish I looked like her. Because the Lord said, why? The Lord says, why? I created you this way. I think you're beautiful. I think you're a masterpiece, a work of art. Something I created. And it's perfect. And I love it. And I think it's beautiful. And I think it's fearfully and wonderfully made. So it hurts the Lord when you say stuff like that. It hurts him because he sees you as a fearfully and wonderfully made creature, a fearfully and wonderfully made beautiful young woman. So we should not tear ourselves up when we look in the mirror and say, I hate that flaw. The guy you marry is not going to hate it, and the Lord doesn't hate it. Whatever you see, the guy's not going to see and... Even if he does, he'll love you for that, because he'll love you for you, and the Lord loves you for that flaw that you see, because it makes you you. So, you know, there's so much more that we could talk about in this Psalms, but I think I touched the main points. How precious are thy thoughts unto me, O God? How great is the sum of them? The Lord, you know, uh, there's a... First, I don't know if it's in here. Oh, yeah. If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand on the seashore. Think about that. Let them sink in. Sink, let that sink in. The, the, the thoughts that the Lord thinks about us, how great is the sum of them. They, If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. You guys, sand, come on. sand more in number than the sand go to the beach people sand is like a tiny speck how mm, guys if if that's if it's more in number than the sand god is thinking about us every second of every day wonderful thoughts about us she's my beautiful creation i love her i die like you know i see her plan for her life her life like more thoughts than uh, more in number than the sand on the she- seashore is the thought, are his thoughts for us. Which is crazy. Um, crazy and amazing to think about that. That God's thoughts for us are more in number than the sand on the seashore. Wow. <laughs> because, I mean, if you go there, man, that stuff gets in your mouth. And there's so many little pieces of sand and they're so tiny and you know it's covered with those tiny specks and God thinks his thoughts for you are so his the number of his thoughts or the thoughts his thoughts and the thoughts that he thinks about you are so many more than little sand on the seashore So yeah, (laughs) you guys got to forgive me for being, you know, not really good at this. I kind of reword and, you know, like repeat the same thing over and over again. And, um, but I want to make a podcast and I want to encourage you and I think, diving into Psalms 139 today and kind of just skimming over it and touching the main points. Um, I think that was great to do today. Um, and so I hope you enjoyed this podcast and that you'll come back next time and listen to our next, uh, my next podcast when I release one. Hopefully that will be, hopefully I'll have another one soon. But I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and encouraged you somewhat. Um, please excuse me for my ramblings because I'm a talker, if you did not know that. Um, (laughs) and, um, I guess that's a thought or a flaw in me, um, that I hate because I always talk so much, which is not good sometimes because sometimes I need to shut up, but I will shut up now. And, um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and make sure to go check out, um, Fully Feminine on Instagram and, um, that you will check out also the other podcasts that I've recorded. Um, thank you for joining and listening to this podcast, and I really hope it encouraged you. Okay, see you next time. Bye!